Good morning. Welcome to the We Are Driven podcast, where we equip you with the tools to succeed in your pursuit of excellence in business, fitness, and cars. This is episode 48. My name is Arun Kumar, and I am the driver, and I'm here today with my co-host, Dan LaRue. How are you, Dan? I am doing great. How about yourself, Arun? I hope all of our listeners are doing well today. I'm good. I uh, just posted like a four-minute Instagram story this morning telling everybody how I am and updating everybody on the dog who did not want to go for a walk this morning. (laughs) He... He's a so he's part German Shepherd, and I grew up with a German Shepherd that loved going for a half an hour walk, but no longer every mm-hmm. morning. And he would just kind of like sit and stop moving after that okay. amount of time. This guy will grab the leash and pull you back home. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, so then I did the rest of my walk by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lucy makes it to about mile two and you can just see it on her face she's ready ready to be done Done. yeah (laughs) Yeah. they're not endurance animals i don't think at least the ones Uh, we have yeah a golden retriever not so much on the long walk side i mean she loves being out there but not not for that length of time especially in the heat in a yeah heat and strenuous activity not just (laughs) lounging frolicking yeah, but you know, when she gets the zoomies in the backyard, you know, it's only like a 10 minute ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's good enough for the day. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I had a question before we get to your fun fact. Okay. Where does the name LaRue come from? Oh, it comes from uh I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation <laughs> of this. Um it's kind of a similar pronunciation. It's it's like Larue, Larue, Larol. It's a region within France in southeastern France, it, and that it's a it's a like a river basin on the Mediterranean. It's spelled hmm. L apostrophe H E R A U L T. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. So that that's where it originated from. Um, and then when my ancestors moved to Canada in like the mid to late 1800s, uh, the spelling kind of changed from there. Okay. Yeah. That was a good little history lesson. Yeah. Uh, geography yeah. lesson. Yep. So yeah, it, it originated from that and the Marchetti family. So it, the, it's, that's as far back as I have. So a mixture between, uh, Italian and French somehow. Marchetti family is your mom's side? Or? No, that that's like as far like that's the earliest records in North America prior hmm. to them move, moving yeah, like just before they moved to Canada is th- that marriage was at the top of my family tree. Yeah, so I'm the keeper of the LaRue family tree and uh I, I've had it for about I don't know, maybe fifteen years or so now. And uh it needs to be updated. Like my my name's not even on there. My my oh, brother my my brother's is, but mine isn't. So uh, it it needs to be uh, redone. Um, hmm. So I'll probably now that I have a kid, I probably should get on that. And my sister has a kid, so <laughs> I should probably do it and maybe utilize ancestry a little bit. See if I can go further back than what I have. So. Does does ancestry use genealogy? only or dna also they can use both okay 
Yeah. So now that like DNA testing is uh, more prevalent, they can now link people easier. Mm. You know, the more people that do it. Um, But I've always done ancestry with, you know, official documents that are filed with governments and stuff. So, okay. Yeah. I think I'd be willing to go do that much. Yeah. Evelyn's very against the DNA thing. Yeah. My my dad is too. And and like, I don't really care. Like someone's going to have my DNA in a database (laughs) anyway, I'm sure. But, uh, no, the last time I used ancestry was probably like eight years ago ish. And it, it was okay to use at that time. It was a little confusing. Um, so maybe they've updated it since then. Mm. They, it, I couldn't find any records of my grandma, but I was like, she exists. <laughs> I've met her. Right. <laughs> One of my best friends. Uh, so. um, okay. Well, we're going to, we're going to pivot off of Dan's family history here. <laughs> Quick reminder, share the show. Share the show with everybody who you think would benefit from the Driven Mindset. We're still growing. I'm happy to say our listenership's going up. We don't have any more reviews, so if you could uh, leave us a review, that would be awesome. Tell us how we're doing. But also just tell your friends. Tell your coworkers, your co-founders, your gym buddies, your car club. All those kind of people will benefit from the Driven Mindset and being a part of the Driven community. And we're still looking to grow as much as we possibly can. Dan, do you have a fun fact for us? Yeah, you know, I was doing so much research on today's topic. I uh, I didn't find a fun fact, uh, but there is some interesting news out there today in the car car world. Okay. Um, you know this this is for you. Uh, the GM Robo Taxi Unit Cruise says it reached union agreements in San Francisco. So, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, they were testing Cruise when I lived in San Francisco six mm-hmm. years ago, and I would just step in front of them, really, to screw with them, <laughs> and they would stop. But they would, you know, hold up traffic. They wouldn't honk at you for being a belligerent pedestrian or anything like that. Ah. <laughs> you could just bully them. Ah. And I could only imagine being in the car. You'd be very frustrated just getting robo bullied by right. humans. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been seeing uh, TikTok and Instagram reels of people like in the self-driving Ubers, like getting pulled mm. over by cops and like there's nobody driving. So, <laughs> so it's like what like. They can't stop it. Right. <laughs> but it's funny. And then uh, Chevy's canceling entry level versions of the Blazer EV as soon as uh, deliveries begin. Uh, <laughs> if I could if I could read this article without subscribing, I would say why. But I uh, just thought that was an interesting headline. I saw something. Do you know Wholesale Chad? Mm-hmm. So he posted something this morning saying Ford is now allowing people leasing Ford F-150 Lightnings to buy them out at the end of the lease. Uh And his take on it is that Ford is saying, we don't want them back. Yeah, that's how I would read it. Well, so I think I always felt with Tesla leasing. So Tesla only leased cars at the Mm -hmm. beginning. Right. Not the Roadster, but the Model S. Right. 
And they did it because they wanted real world testing data from three years down the road. Sure. To understand the engineering behind their own cars over time. And um, I guess maybe Ford no longer feels they need to do that. Or or maybe they're going to discontinue it because it's a flop. But I don't think so. Uh, well, I know for a while it was they were having difficulties making them. So maybe yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the reason why, too. I don't know. But Tesla's also in top headlines today, too, over California class action lawsuits on EV range claims. <laughs> uh, Tesla sales fall in July to lowest level of 2023. So, I, I mean... Tesla sales falling is kind of in line with the rest of the market. So it, it's, I don't know if you can really say it. it's Tesla's fault. Mm-hmm. It could just be market overall. So who knows? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. You know, just some interesting headlines of the morning. Sure. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, and so we're going to continue on this car theme by talking about bring a trailer. Now I first heard about bring a trailer in probably 2018 2019 when a one of my one of my clients that i had had just met was talking about oh yeah this auction site bring a trailer and i heard it and i thought oh so they're auctioning off broken cars that don't work (laughs) or aren't registered or are race cars that aren't allowed for the street that was my first impression too yeah and it turned out that even back then that was not the case that it was actually enthusiast oriented cars and they they could be driven home they didn't need to be yeah. on the trailer <laughs> yeah it, you uh yeah we're gonna post this uh mercy lago on you know bring a trailer and it's bring a trailer because you live in california and it's being listed in new york you're not gonna drive it across country. <laughs> that, like yeah, that, that was really the premise i mean mm. i i would yeah but a, a true enthusiast and collector is not gonna do that yeah 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 well so they've been killing it the mm-hmm. last few years. So the statistics that I found, uh, this is in these these numbers I'm about to throw out. These are in brokered car sales, not revenue or net profit or anything mm-hmm. like that. But the total value of the auctions that went through their site in 2020, the number was 398 million. 2021, 829 million, so over 100% growth. And in 2022, $1.37 billion. So yeah. Insane growth. Yeah. And the thing is, is like between those years, car value skyrocketed too. You right. Know, just, just because of market value and inflation. So I'll be curious to see what 2023 rolls out to be. Well, given the volume that they're able to do, I'd say the number is still going to go up even if car values aren't going up. Yeah, it'll go up. Yeah. Yeah. So why is Bring a Trailer blowing up right now? So for one, obviously they are listing more cars and perhaps they used to be a bit more selective and now they're not. But there's a reason people keep wanting their cars sold on Bring a Trailer. And there's there's really three reasons that I want to talk about today. And this is sort of a business discussion, but it is also two car guys just talking about cars. So (laughs) we'll get on with it. First, they made cars in general cool. And that's kind of an obvious statement. I'll come back to that one. Number two, they make transacting in cars really easy. 
They have buyer history. They have seller history. They have car history. They do really good diligence on all the cars. Their vetting process is really strong. They have Carfax enabled. They have shipping partners. They have photography partners. And their website works. Yeah. And I think the coolest thing about their website is that you don't have to have a dealer's license or anything to go and bid on these cars. So it's not like going to like your local Mannheim and like requiring yeah, a dealer to right. be there. And it's also not a Meekum or a Barrett Jackson where the cars are just so unreal. Like it doesn't make sense yes. for a normal person to be there. Yeah. And that's the beauty of technology and doing this online is they can they can go through a significantly higher volume of auctions which means they don't just have to be all these blue chip cars. Right. Yeah. The, the things that have like five miles on them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so then number three for why I believe Bring a Trailer is so successful these days is because they've given a platform to people who already knew that, as I already said for point number one, cars in general are cool. And it's giving those people who are able to display, build, and collect cars that can be perceived as cool a place to show them off and then transact in them. And and it's just a it's a it's a showcase for cool cars. And so I think that there's a huge power to that showcase. And you know, I wanted to have some fun with this podcast and I'm totally stealing this from Doug Tabbit at switch cars, the idea of an appraisal game. And I think it's fine that I stole it because it looks like a lot of fun <laughs> and here we're going to do it. So Dan and I have each picked three bring a trailer listings that we are going to describe to each other. And I guess after the fact we can search them up. I have but way, I, I have way more than three tabs open. <laughs> Well, you're going to have to narrow it down. <laughs> well, I mean, three three are open <laughs> bids and then three are uh, have closed. Or no, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, four have closed. Okay. Instead. We'll go with the open ones so yeah. that neither of us know the answer. I, I, I have a feeling one of them you have on your list. Okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> maybe. I, I doubt it. Because I've, uh, I've, uh, I've got a list tailored for you. Oh, I, I so, kind of had a list tailored for you. <laughs> then, we're, then we'll be a phone. fine. How, how cute. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so the way this works is basically one of us is going to describe a car to the other and the other has to guess what the auction closing or the, the highest bid will be. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, and and then we, you know, over the course of the week, we will be able to track that and then next week we'll provide an update. All right. So, Dan, do you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. I got, all right. I got what this. What do you got? So you've been uh, you've been tossing around this manufacturer in my uh, my texts as of lately. You've been looking at them, you know, because cheap supercar. It's kind of a touring car. Uh, do you know the you know the manufacturer yet? Aston Martin. It's an Aston Martin. Okay, but not new. Nineteen seventy one. Oh no, Aston <laughs> Martin DBS V eight in uh, green. Some sort of color green. It's like a dark green. So I'm guessing British racing green. Okay. I guess is what you would call it. Um, it has a uh, 44,000 miles shown. 
okay. um, left-hand drive, you know, five-speed. Typical, you know, Aston Martin stuff, fairly factory, really clean. Uh, so, so good condition. Yeah, I would say this is one of those cars that's interesting enough that it would turn heads um, and, cl- and clean enough to where you could show it and, and be really comfortable about it. 1971 and it's located in houston i don't even know what this looks like which it's, is bad uh yeah it's uh it's you know it's, it's not the james bond no five no. kind of thing no 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 i i don't know if james bond probably had this in one of his movies like maybe one of the older ones mm-hmm. um squarish nose four circle headlights uh billet style grill describing a jaguar (laughs) it kind of has that look to it um it's got kind of like a ram air scoop for the hood um okay okay and then really heavily slanted back end, kind of like a mustang style of that era i'm excited to look you'll have to email me the links or text me the links to this after yeah okay yep okay so my guess is fifty thousand dollars okay so All right. I, we should write these down. DBS 50. Okay. Uh my turn. I don't I have I don't I still don't really even know what that car looks like, but I'll I'll see soon. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I would buy this. This one, this is a car after your heart. All right. 2022 Ford GT. Mustang Mach uh, One, six speed. A Mach One. It is located in Utah. It has thirty nine hundred miles on it. Grabber blue with a single thick black stripe. It has pretty. It looks pretty stock. It has a valved performance exhaust. I guess that's probably stock and yeah 3900 miles looks like it has 3900 miles mach 1 carfax is clean one owner decent Hmm. photos the photos are okay there's a lot of them but they're not amazing photos it does look like just somebody with a camera right okay all right um well, they were supposed to sticker somewhere between fifty-five and sixty. Do you want? Do you want the sticker? Yeah. What, what did it have a sticker at? Sixty-seven. Yeah. So it was high option. Yeah. Um, dude, that one's a tough one because it they eliminated the three hundred and fifty and made the Mach one because of the GT five hundred coming out. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't see it bringing any more than eighty. I just, I just don't. I think that's high, but I like. If it brought more than that, I'd be shocked. Okay. Okay. Well, there's four days left on that auction. I can tell you the bid's not at eighty yet. Yeah, as I say, there's no (laughs) way it is. I, I I would venture to guess if it brings anything, it's probably what they paid. Well, so do you want to guess sixty-seven or oh, you mean they paid over sticker? Yeah, they yeah they paid over sticker for that. I'm sure. Okay. Uh, but I, yeah, I, w- I would venture to guess that auction lands at sixty-seven ish, but they won't bring so any more than is eighty. Y- is your 
My guess would be 67. Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing their sticker price. Cross off the 80 and put 67 here. Okay. Okay. I talked myself into a lower price. You did, yeah, you did. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the thing the thing is, for eighty grand, you can buy other Mustangs for that. Sure, it's not not a GT with some extra stuff on it, which is basically what this is. Yeah, yeah, a nice little splitter, handling package. Yeah, these cool. Cool but stripes. Eighty k, I think I could end up with a GT five hundred within a year. Yeah, I, I get you. Okay, okay, good logic behind that. Yeah. Now I'm thinking I'm high on my Aston Martin. Okay, <laughs> what, what do you got? Uh, this car's behind you. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, gonna, okay, that one it's a it's a it's an automatic, right? Or it's an e gear. Um, it just no, it's a six speed manual. So I don't know what that oh. means. In the, maybe we can you can go through the photos as you tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's a fourteen thousand mile two thousand six. Murcielago coupe. Um, it's oh, that, this is a different car actually. Yeah, this is uh, this is a like a grayish color. Hmm. Um, uh, it's like kind of pearly. Uh, but uh, it's really clean. Um, it's doesn't say where it is. Oh, Washington, close to you. Black interior. It is a gated six speed. Ooh. Okay. Hmm. Um, but it doesn't, you know, everything shows clean, nothing out of the ordinary. So, so 14,000 miles, six speed, but it's an 06. So it's maybe pre- modified exhaust. And these tailpipes look a little big. <laughs> okay. I can't tell. It's a pre LP. Which does it have the old? I mean, here, look at, look at the model. Does it have these wheels on it? Uh, no, okay. no, it does not. It has the 18 inch Hercules wheels. Okay. So that's the LP, I think. Yeah. The Hercules, Hercules alloy wheels. Okay. Okay. So I think given it's a six speed, it's going to be probably, I'm going to call it 375,000. Okay. All right. I like that guess. You got seven days on that one. Okay. I will be tracking it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the premium listings. Oh, <laughs> that may may have been helpful to know because all the hype around six speed mercies right now. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, well, I'm not changing. <laughs> Okay. Uh, doesn't show a reserve, but maybe I'm not looking in the right place. It'll say no reserve if there. Yeah. Yeah, it it the, won't actually tell you what the reserve is. Yeah, I don't see one. Okay. Okay, I'm on to your next one here. We have a 19,000 mile 2000 Ferrari 550 Maranello. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh. And uh, it is a it is a gated six speed. Oh, light gray. The color is Grigio Titanio. Power seats, clean Carfax. This one has some nice photos. It looks, you know, it looks like it has nineteen thousand miles. 
and has history in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. So it's been all over. Okay. Yeah. It's an older car. Yeah. What year Any other was it again? information you want to know about it? Yeah, it's a what? 2000. 5.5 liter V12. It had a major service in December of 2021 that included the timing belts, tensioner bearing, water pump bearing, drive belts, valve cover gaskets, intake manifold gaskets, cam seals, O-ring. That was probably an engine out. <laughs> Throttle body cable was replaced in 2022. <laughs> was this the car that Will Smith drove in Bad Boys 2? Never saw Bad Boys. Oh, uh, wow. You need to watch it. Okay. <sighs> 19,000 miles, you said? 19,000 miles. Oh, man. I'm going to guess 120K. <laughs> All right. Okay. Do you want to lock that bid in? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to know what the current bid is? Yeah. So there's a there's a day and a half left on the auction. It's at 110. Oh, okay. I got time. I got time. You got time for nobody to do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a very sought after Ferrari. Yeah. I but I believe that's the car that Will Smith drove in Bad Boys 2. That so, uh that I can't remember the actor's name shot the dashboard in. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fairly certain. Dang. Okay. Um, one more for me, I guess. Uh, yeah, I also picked a Ferrari and it was a Marinello. Okay. Bad boys so too. I had, okay. I had my movie cars correct, but is it a five fifty or a five seventy five? It, it was a five fifty. Okay. They went yeah. with the cheaper one. Yeah, of course. I mean, he was a cop in Miami. He was not getting the expensive <laughs> one. <laughs> Uh, but I also picked a Ferrari. This one I just thought was kind of cool. 1973. Oh, why are you giving me all these old cars? I guess they, I picked stuff that I thought looked cool. Uh, all right. <laughs> Ferrari Dino 246 GTS. These are, I don't think these are worth very much. You know, I think you might be surprised. <laughs> oh, Okay. Uh, yeah, these are a 2.4 liter dual overhead Cam V6s. Clean. This is obviously in Ferrari red. Uh, it is in Connecticut. And um, mileage, 13K shown. Uh, I just think this is a very unique car that a rune wouldn't fit in. I would assume, because it's very short. Uh, I guess the top does come off. Tan interior. And then um, I think it is a yeah five speed manual transaxle. Yeah, I w I wouldn't fit not because of the roof though. I wouldn't fit because the big steering wheel would prevent my legs from reaching the pedals. It's not that big of a steering wheel though. Mm. Okay. No, I, I mean, drove, looking at it, I I had to move a B eight S four six speed yesterday. Mm -hmm. We have one in the shop. And I didn't want to, I don't like moving people's seats when oh, we have yeah. the car in the shop. And um, I could 
barely turned the steering wheel and I was like burning all the hair off of my leg. Uh-huh. Trying to turn the steering wheel without while still hitting the pedals, but fortunately I could almost left foot drive it and moving it around with just the clutch. Yeah. So I was being gentle, but I I, I you know, I understand because when I was working in a shop, Kyle Loftus came in, you know, for listeners, that's 1320 video brings in his, uh, his ZR one. And I was the only person in the shop that anyone trusted to move this car. And yeah. was, he's like four inches taller than me. And like, I'm in there like big toe in the clutch. And of course it's a triple <laughs> disc and I kill it. I'm like, <laughs> Cause like, I don't want to move the dude's seat. Yeah. So yeah. I get your feeling there. Uh, okay. Anyways, Dino, 80 grand. 80 grand. I'm going to give you one chance to redo that bid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know 1970s Ferraris very well. I, I wouldn't have guessed this amount either. Do you want to know the current bid? No. Okay. Um, not until I've, I bid again and I'm going to bid. Really? A Dino too? I thought... Okay, well, yeah, so they're, they're s- interesting cars. I, I I understand this bid. Okay, two hundred thousand. Okay, you're closer now. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's it's currently at one hundred eighty-eight eight eighty-eight. Okay, so I think. So I always thought that all of the seventies Ferraris that were worth big, big, big money were V12s. Yeah. So that was why my guess was Lowe's because I thought this wasn't a V12. So it's that it not wouldn't... a V12, but it's super interesting. Uh, it's a Dino. Yeah. Okay. Just in the interest of time. Apparently there's 11. For there's sale right 11 now. of them? For sale right now. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got an interesting one. Okay think you'll like this oh and i know the seller actually i didn't notice that before <laughs> for sale by griot's garage <laughs> oh yep yep a 2014 ford f-150 svt raptor super crew <laughs> a 14 44,000 miles so it's a 6-2 six 6-2 two. Six two. is it's the the paint color is terrain <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a tan so it's a tan gray thing yeah. with the big raptor graphics on the back yep. on the bed mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. looks like it is fairly stock but it's top of the range I, there's no msrp listed here but it, it it has heated and cooled seats 75 okay that was fast that was very fast <laughs> 75 for the Raptor. How close is the current bid? Current bid's 35, but it, it has six days left. Oh, I don't think it'll get 75 then. Maybe. It could. Yeah, it could. 44,000 miles, I would kind of think more like $50,000. Yeah. yeah, 75 might be high. Whatever. Yeah, we're in it now. Okay. Yeah. So we will come back next week and uh, check in with everybody on how those auctions ended up and and the point of this is every single car we just described you heard our reaction Ooh, interesting Ooh, tell me more about it right and yeah maybe these are i think 
Dan, you pick cars that were probably going to be in the back of classified magazines from DuPont Registry in the Heck late yeah, 90s. I did. <laughs> but at the same time, a 1971 Aston Martin DBS, I didn't even know that they made a DBS that long ago. Mm-hmm. And now I do. And now I know that I have to go look it up and figure out all everything about it. And it's a cool car to me now. Yeah, because I, I, I like the DB. I like the current DBSs or the right. the 2010s. Yeah, there's some cool Aston Martins. I'm bringing a trailer right now, but <laughs> I, I really wanted to give you uh, a different car, but it closed yesterday. Yeah, yeah. it was a 2004 SSR. Ew. And, 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 was... I, and, and the only reason why I liked it so much because it was recently on the Grand Tour, and I just thought oh, it was, it was that fun. one. Uh, no, it wasn't that that specific oh, one. Okay, but okay. It just caught my eye because I saw it on Grand Tour. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh. That has yeah. some star power. If <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one was yeah. red, but it closed already. Okay. Okay. Well, so you get the point. Basically, we're talking about really weird cars that you know, even on the street, you may not give them a second look. Like a Raptor is just a Raptor, but now this specific Raptor has a little bit more character to it because it's on bring a trailer and everybody's like, Ooh, bring a trailer. And, and it does just have this effect on both car enthusiasts and the cars themselves in the eyes of car enthusiasts, such that people are talking about cars more. And I love that. So next, like we were talking about, they make transacting fairly easy and beyond that, they actually, to, to generalize, have a good product. So all these listings that we just looked at, the listing descriptions aren't necessarily anything special unless the car is super special. Otherwise, like it's the, saying... Like the Murcielago, it was a premium listing. It's got a little extra to it. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, that's a special car. <laughs> right. But usually it's the speedometer goes up to 185 miles an hour and the six-speed gated shifter is connected to a six-speed manual transaxle that powers Uh the V12 4.5 liters that puts out factory (laughs) rated 462 horse and it's you know it's a it's a magazine Yeah. yeah that one actually said 220 mile per hour <laughs> yeah i like that <laughs> yeah but yeah I, I, exactly where you're going is how that read yeah and <laughs> and so that eh, but if if it's a new car to you you would want that information that's sure. the basics so they're trying to get people who are kind of entering into a new realm for themselves and i like that i like that they make it really easy for somebody to just type in credit card information and bid on a car that's great that's fantastic actually that you can just get on the website research about whatever cars you want they have really good history articles and organization with into different generations of different cars different chassis codes different trim levels they're super good about that i've gotten a lot of education just off of bring a trailer from doing this Right. Yeah. And they have so many other things on their websites. Like I know they have a podcast, you know, they sell merchandise. They got they do events like they're they're killing it. 
and they have partnerships with lots of different service providers. So like I was saying, right. they, you can, if you're a seller, you can, you can hire a photographer local to you from their database. If you need to ship a car, Doug Tabbitt from Switch Cars wouldn't recommend you use them, but, and I, I have another shipping broker that I've used in the past. What, what was that facial I, expression? I, was, I just had like, I had it still in the background and a car just came across and I just about died when I saw it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, like, I need okay. to close this page. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> it was a STO. Or uh, Huracan STO. Uh, <laughs> I saw it I was like, and it was white and I'm like oh <laughs> like that's can't, the dream right there I just Dan, died Dan can't podcast because he's yeah. on bring a trailer <laughs> I, yeah I, I, I closed it it's gone alright well hey you know you're just proving my point again and again <laughs> it's like they got me back yeah well okay so they the the way in which they encourage sellers to take really good photos also is is important that shows Yes, you know, this is how you get your ROI. You're not necessarily going to get the biggest dollar, but your car is going to have prominence. It's going to be in a good audience. It's going to be among real buyers with actual money. Mm -hmm. And there's less of an issue, though there is still an issue about timing. Because where you go to one of those physical auctions, if you're on Thursday, you're not getting a good bid. If you're on Saturday night, oh, bring it on. (laughs) Right, yeah, it's... Definitely the same sort of thing with bringing a trailer. I'm sure more people surf the weekends. Um, yeah, but yeah. Right. Fo- photos are everything. Like the better your photos are, the better chances you end up you're ending up on a main page. Mm-hmm. You know, the, al- the algorithms will just push you to the top because people are looking at it because of your photos. So yep, yep, yeah. They just they just took what Craigslist was doing and made it so much better. One <laughs> added the auction component. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like they they're like, all right, all the junk can go to Craigslist. All the good stuff, go to bring a trailer. And I'm excited. Okay, so if we do more of these appraisal listings, I want to start picking some weird cars. Yeah, there was some out there. Yeah, there is some out there. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should give them a bike, like a Honda Trail. No, 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 no. (laughs) Cars, cars. I'll just give you memorabilia. Yeah, there you go. Or like seats. (laughs) Or a set of wheels. (laughs) I wouldn't know most of them. Right. Uh, okay, well, so the third concept here that I want to talk about is the the platform element. So we talked about the fact that what Bring a Trailer is enabling people to do in the shift of their mindset towards cars in general, of thinking that cars are cool, thinking that all different types of cars can be perceived as cool, giving all sorts of history lessons, giving all sorts of descriptions, making it really easy to research and see and transact they've given a platform to people who already knew that cars were cool and so there are a couple of examples here that i wanted to just highlight for people who have taken advantage of that platform there's one dealership who's actually local to me called rare cars that's the name of the dealership he's done 238 listings and his cars are interesting, not because the cars themselves are rare, but because he's finding like ridiculously low mile California one owner examples of random cars. Interesting. So okay. he had like a 20,000 mile Infinity I-30 <laughs> and he sells all these things, no reserve or nearly all of them. 
And it's just these kind of obscure, like somewhat interesting, probably usable. Someone might have some nostalgia factor to it. Cars that are really low mileage. And I think that's really cool. Oh, yeah. I was seeing some nostalgia filled cars when I was Mm -hmm. in the rabbit hole yesterday. I'm like, (laughs) and and these things are affordable. Right. They're not even that. But but of course, the people are getting them private party out of somebody's garage and they're paying four grand for it. So to sell it for 10 to the right person, that's an insane good deal. Yeah. But to the seller, they're making money on it, too, because they took it from this, you know, backyard used car lot or whatever else. And they're putting it on the right platform. Yeah. I was seeing like expiring bids like in the five to eight grand. I'm like, yeah. I could buy this now. Like right now, like I, like, but if I, if I do it, my wife's going to murder me. <laughs> Some self-preservation kicking. Right. <laughs> okay. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we have 911R. Now, if you're familiar with Bring a Trailer, you're probably familiar with 911R because he's probably the most prolific seller on Bring a Trailer. He has 1,032 listings and his cars are predominantly really, really nice high dollar cars that are extremely well presented with insane photographs. He's in Portland. He does all these really cool fall shoots. He does a lot of industrial, a lot of nature, incredible photos on some really nice cars. And I had to check his stuff out. Yeah. But okay. So the point of that is, yeah, he's built a whole business on bring a trailer, a thousand listings sites yeah, been around only, uh, you know, that's a business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a lot of cars. And I think he had like seven or eight going as we speak. Okay. So yeah, he's busy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to look him up. Yeah. Is he at the top of the list for all time listings for bring a trailer? I would assume he'd have to be. I, I don't know. Don't yeah. know. I, I bet it, I bet he is. Yeah, so I don't I don't know if 911R is the the all-time highest volume seller, but probably one of the highest dollar actually. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to be up there. Yeah. So, that's pretty much all we had to talk about on Bring a Trailer. I think these appraisals and generally just talking about cars on every single episode that we do, I love it. I I'm happy to continue <laughs> slipping down the slippery slope of, of only becoming a car podcast, but you've ruined, you've ruined me with bring a trailer. I was trying, <laughs> been trying to avoid it for years and now I'm going to be surfing it all the time. You've ruined me. Thank I you. Know. I know. I, you're welcome. Yeah. But it, the- you know, it's given me some fresh idea, uh, for when things go well and, uh, I've got some extra cash. I know where I'm going to go. Yeah, and it's super dangerous for that because yeah. it's so easy to bid. Yeah. I bid on a E39 M5, and I was like, yeah, 20 grand. And I was the high bid for like three days. Oh, God, yeah, like, you, oh. you were in, in on that one. Yeah, yeah. but you know, you're not going to get an E39 M5 for 20 grand. I think it ended up closing at like 28, so I wasn't, I wasn't really in the running. But Okay, anything else you want to mention on Bring a Trailer? Nah, I think I've done done enough damage with this podcast of sidebarring it. <laughs> I, should, right. I, shouldn't have le- I should have left the page open. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm. I was just about to open it and start a new conversation, yeah, but we yeah, won't do that. Don't, don't do it. Don't All do right. it. <laughs> well, okay. So, 
You know, these kind of conversations happen kind of organically in the driven community, the we are driven community. And it's, it's people who kind of like Dan was just saying, when, you know, the big money hits or whatever it is, we're also working on that. We're working on, okay, there's a Huracan STO on bring a trailer right now and I freaking want it. How can I get it? Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about different avenues for side income. Let's talk about how people are going about structuring new employment agreements or deals for partnerships and ownership and companies so that you can be successful and have lucrative business ventures. Again, we're also talking about people doing their first pull-up, people overcoming injuries, people just trying to get in better shape and being more physically capable. We're pushing people in this community to achieve their best and to pursue excellence in business, fitness, and cars. And these are the areas that we're passionate about. So not only are we getting serious about these conversations, but they're super fun. And we just are able to enjoy ourselves talking about stuff that makes our lives better. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for just describing me. (laughs) <laughs> i was trying to but, describe a group of people so <laughs> all, those thing, all of those things uh i just talked about on the call yesterday with the uh the driven folk and uh the driven yeah, folk <laughs> yeah you know it, it, it's a fun group of people and uh we, we do play the appraiser game you know in our discord as well with uh with one of the, the guys in there that does auction stuff and uh his stuff is a little bit lower dollar than what uh bring a trailer brings in which is Sometimes a little bit more fun to try and guess that number. Yeah, well, I'm I'm going to have to search and see what Honda Accords have gone through Bring a Trailer. <laughs> right. There we go. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's an awesome network and uh, we help solve problems and, you know, we get people on the right track. Yeah. And so there are a few ways to get involved. We have the easy access Discord channel that, as I've likened to before, imagine you're in a hotel lobby and there's a private conference room out to the side. You come into the lobby, you can just walk in the front door. It's it's unlocked. And once you're in there, you'll mill around with a bunch of other people who you don't really know. They're not vetted. You don't know exactly why they're there. But once a day, I'll come into that room and I'll just kind of yell at the whole crowd something <laughs> along the lines of being driven. But if you want to get more involved, you just have to apply to enter the conference room. And in the conference room, which is locked, it's free to enter once your application is approved. We're having the real conversations about how to get better. And you can get one-on-one advice, one-on-one coaching from me, one-on-one coaching from anybody in the group, technically, on how yeah, we to... all we all have different skill sets. So. Yeah, and that's that's why we created the network. That's why it's there. And so if you want to learn more about how to apply to the driven network find us on social media i'm at arun d kumar on instagram and just arun kumar on linkedin and facebook and that's where you can find me and dan where can people find you yeah i'm dan larue on facebook and linkedin dan underscore larue on instagram and d larue 95 on tiktok have you posted yet no no should i stop asking no all right no (laughs) No. <laughs> all right. Well, not that, yet. That's all we got until Dan posts and then we yeah. can talk about it. 
Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Arun and Dan. And until next time, go bid on a car and bring a trailer and stay driven.